Hello everyone and welcome to the debug log number 78. E3 2017 is over, it's in the books. Um, and so going on the tradition, we started last year with our first annual E3 wrap up. We're gonna do that again this year. We usually cover the big conferences, GDC, E3, and then since we are unity inclined, we also go to Unite and cover those. So we try to at least cover those and you know, talk about, discuss the news going on. Uh, this year they had some really cool changes. You know, they let the public in. There's some cool hardware stuff from Microsoft. And as always, lots of cool games. So we'll get into that. It's a great discussion. I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, this is the Debug Log, episode 78. So that's an Xbox exclusive, right? That Battlegrounds? Yeah. yeah. It's a good get. I'll get it, it is. there. Because I wanted to do it, but I, I don't want to do it on PC. Wait, wait! You don't want to do it on PC, Mister? Like, I gotta play Rocket League on PC, or play the controller. I don't want to play. I don't want to play against people on mouse and keyboard with a controller. No, you really don't want to do that. <laughs> so if everybody has a controller, that's why I prefer it. Everybody's running around like a limp duck. I don't know what that means. Laser break! Laser break! <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Debug Log, a podcast about game development. My name's Andrew Curry. I'm Obino Opara. I'm Zach Schneider. I'm Ryan Kilgore. And I'm Eduardo Castillo Fernandez. Yay! <laughs> if, if it oh, takes us not it takes us not doing episodes for a while, then we can't have everybody on. But that's that's fine. We've all been busy. Everybody's been. You guys talked about in your last episode. Ryan's been going through transitions, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Quote unquote. Like a gremlin. Yes. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about uh, Christmas in June, right? For all the people that like to play games or interested in the game industry, because they just got through with E3 last year. Um, not last, last week. Um, and it's the big, was electronic. Entertainment Expo. Entertainment. There we go. <laughs> it's the big conference they hold every year in LA. Um, and for it's usually the big deal because it's the one, there's a lot of game conferences throughout the year. There's GamesCon, which is like in Germany. I know TGS is in Tokyo. And they have the PAXs, which are more fan conventions. But this is the big industry, the history of this is the big industry event where everybody saves their announcements. Um, and in the past, this has been. Um, well, we'll get to that in a second, actually. Hold on. We'll get to the E3. I'm going to start explaining it right now. But before we do that, uh, Obina, you have some iTunes I was about to, to catch say, up are you going to let me go, or are you just going to keep talking <laughs> about the episode? Let's get some love we, for the Debug Log first. Exactly. <laughs> so we get some more love from Debug Log. We're starting to... Actually, the, the reviews are, are kind of slowing down, so you guys keep writing those reviews. They definitely help us. Uh, so I'm going to read one from... DL or D Legend Dre or DL, maybe he's on the DL or she or she. But it says great content, fun time, really awesome content with great and funny hosts that keep it fun while still being informative. Awesome job. Only request is I hate Apple and iTunes. <laughs> please show, please get your Damn. show on Spotify. So yikes. Uh, we tried. We'll, 
We did try. They have like a pretty exclusive, you know, I guess, I guess format to getting on their, on their listing. But Uh, actually point to that. If you want to look at tune in radio or use your Alexa, you can play our latest episodes by saying, Alexa, play podcast, the debug log. So that should still work as far as I wonder if someone has this on speakerphone and it just turned on their Alexa. (laughs) Good. I hope so. (laughs) Now they get an echo and like delay and all that shit. Actually, I think I just did that. We'll play music, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, keep writing those reviews. Uh, don't slow down. It's really helpful to keep our, our yes, our audience growing and our content flowing. Ooh, that was good. Anyway, oh, look at that rhyming <laughs> and everything. Call it out. You're ruining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, take it over. All right. Well, back to E3. Like I said, this is the big conference every year in LA, and it's the big one. It's when historically it's been the big one where everybody announces stuff. Over the past few years, that's become a little bit less of an issue because people hold their own conferences. For instance, like um, what Des- Activision held one for Destiny and Call of Duty World War II before the, the E3, where they announced they had their own keynote and presentations. People just Twitch streaming and everything. So last year, there was this big question about how long is E3 going to last? And, and it seems like this year, instead of actually changing anything about E3, even the venue, which we'll get into... They just said, let's just invite the public into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and they invited 15,000. They opened up 15,000 oh. tickets to the public. Um, and so, but apparently on the floor, they didn't actually change it. They make an event like PAX is, you know, which is like a fan event where they have like, it's set up to have lines and games and stuff to entertain people. They just kept it the same, but just put 15,000 more people in there. So they might have room to grow, but it seems like people went, people were excited. They bought a bunch of weird merchandise that said Gamer for Life and all these other things. <laughs> I saw a video of people and the Giant Bomb did a funny video where they went through the little gift shop and it's the dumbest shirts in the world <laughs> that were sold out the first day, by the way. But, um, so, yeah, so they, it, but it, the way this usually works is they keep extending E3 because E3 is usually made of like three or four days of the floor is open. It's an expo where people can usually uh, use journalists who have appointments, they mill around, they go to different booths. They play the games that are on display. They talk to the people. They do interviews, blah, blah, blah. But then they also do this thing where they have press conferences. And they used to traditionally do it like just on like the Monday. The most of them were on Monday and Tuesday. But now everybody, all these companies jockeying, they're like, we're going to do ours on Sunday. <laughs> we're going to do ours on Saturday. We're going to do an event. So it's spread out. So a lot of these companies that go to cover, they have to go there for like a week now because <laughs> it's just this thing that's spread out. Um, but that's usually the big part of E3. The expo stuff we don't care about because that's just really showing what they talk about. The big thing about E3 always is these press conferences. That's the main event. So for this episode, like we did last year in our first annual E3 coverage, we're going to talk about some of the cool news they, they released and talked about in the press conferences and some games coming out this year, some big hardware announcements, you know, some stuff that's yet to come or, you know, to be determined when it'll come out. But it's fun stuff. I, I overall, I thought it was a cool E3. So. I think what we're going to do is just dive into the press conferences as they happened in chronological order. I don't know why. It just makes sense. Maybe. It just makes um. sense. <laughs> I, I had a quick question, actually. You started off the episode talking about like how you know everyone's kind of had this era of what's going on with E3, what, you know, how long will it last? I was just wondering, like, it's, I guess a discuss- more of a discussion, though, but like, why do you think E3 has gotten such a 
I guess, has gotten stale with a lot of, I guess, gamers. I don't know if it's even gamers or if it's game developers. Well, it's because I, it's, I think it's the developers because they've right. got to ramp up for this thing every year. They've got to get demos together. They've got to like push their people to just get something to show off. You know, it's just another, you know, event they have to take care of. At, at least well, what it seems like to me. So yeah, well, in the past too, what it was, I and mean, before the age of the digital releases and the internet and all these other things, it was a buyer's convention, and it still right. is. Yeah. So. People would there would be buyers there just like CESs and all those things are. People would go there, like that are the head of Best Buy and Walmart right. and all those. It was other like things. more of like a a brick and mortar for the game informer slash right. you know that kind of audience. And they would be determining what they're going to stock that fall and stuff like that. And what's it's supposed to get those guys excited so they make orders and they do all this stuff. Right. Nowadays, the digital releases that's a mute point. And then also, like I said. The other thing is they can just hold a stream whenever they want to. They can announce something and then say, hey, hey, Friday on Twitch, we're going to do a live stream at some right. event. They can just rent out an event just like Apple does. Right. Apple doesn't it, wait to see yes to do that. Destiny did that recently. Yeah. The, there's also a lot of competition at, at E3. You know, like there's a lot of, lot of right, games lot that of are super hyped. Yeah. yeah. So if they want their game to really stick out, they do it before, they do it after, you know, they do it at another time. I mean, it's just it's just how it used to be because I mean, even at the Apple keynotes used to be at MacWorld, which was like a convention, you know. And so they just said we can just do this whenever we want to. We don't have to do this, and they make it. I mean, Steve Jobs is really the progenitor of that. He made it this big deal, like it's an event, and we're gonna invite all the press there and stuff. So, right. That's why it's just it's it's kind of a fun thing, and it gets concentrated this time of year. But it, they can also just do whenever they want to. That's why they kind of. They wonder, and I guess they're trying to inject the public into it to make it more like a PAX, where the PAX and stuff will go on forever just because people like to go to it. Right. So I don't know what they're doing. But it's still, <laughs> but it's still, it's still when they re- announce a bunch of the big stuff. And it always comes at this point in the summer, which gives enough. It's usually the perfect time you would announce something if it's coming out in the fall. Right. You know. Or next fall. Or the yeah, fall after. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coming in 2020. That's kind of the bitter. We'll get into that when those things announce it. That's the bittersweet truth about all this stuff is that. Some of the best things you're like, oh, fall 2018. You're like, okay, well, right, damn it. <laughs> coming some point in the future. <laughs> um, all right, let's start with the EA conference. They 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 made a point to get out front. I guess this started on Sunday, right? They did it like early Sunday morning or Sunday during lunchtime, and they they had their own event too. They have their own EA Play thing. This is, this is not even connected to E3. They're not even actually at E3, which is weird. So, but they have a press conference. So that's just another a little side thing. Um, <laughs> um, the big thing, the the big one out of this is like the is Battlefront two coming out. That's 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 the big thing they led with, and they had the actress that plays in the because Battlefront this year has a new campaign, right. like it didn't have last time. And then they <laughs> they did that that went well. She seemed really heartfelt and said she it was a big deal for her to do this, and they showed that. But then they did the stupid thing where they always do with some of these things where they, they show multiplayer, but then they have these guys to get on there and quote-unquote shoutcast oh, these God. matches. And it's the dumbest thing <laughs> where they're like just doing play-by-play, but we don't even know what anything is. And these terms are they're using. You're like, what are you talking, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see this one, any of this footage? I, I didn't know. I watched the trailer, the official gameplay trailer for it, which was basically just a nice cinematic <laughs> kind of almost from it. Uh, but I was wondering, like, I know you guys played this a lot, at least the first one a lot. Do you, did you, after watching the trailer and, and the conference, did, did you get excited about the new one? Yeah. I'm cautiously well, optimistic. Star I mean, Wars. It's Star yeah. Wars. It looks good. You know, it's Battlefront, you know, but 
again, yeah, I want a campaign out of it. I want more from the multiplayer, more modes, more maps, more people. It's like it seemed like such a pared down version from the like previous Battlefront that it was just sort of like. Yeah, we need more this time. So it looked good. It looked really good, but you know, <clears throat> we'll see what they deliver. On this it one, it though, looks sure. amazing, and yeah. if you're a Star Wars fan, you, uh, like it's a must buy just because of like being able to be in the environment, you know, the, in the the Star Wars world, and it looked that good is just awesome. Right. I'm really, I'm really hoping that you can't get sniped across the map from a standard laser pistol, though. You know, like you're just walking around, and all of a sudden you get taken out from nowhere. You get to play as one of those dumbass yeah. Episode One droids. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Roger, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> well, the EA one was actually pretty surprised because well, before the EA one, now that they have the Star Wars license and some other stuff, it's cool. But they used to always be the most boring ones. They're like, "Here we have FIFA again, and <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to do it in Europe." We don't like that. Gonna, that <laughs> yeah, we have, but they're doing this weird thing with their big mainstay. They have Madden, FIFA, and like a Need for Speed. But all three of those, mm-hmm. they're if you watch those trailers from, they have these weird cinematic. Like they're the Mad- like stories. They're like yeah. really like movie like. Every like Madden, everything's very movie like. Yeah, the Madden thing is like goes back to you playing catch with your dad and stuff. It's yeah, so yeah. they did that with the last one too, though. It was oh, like yeah. really like a, a story that you like. Oh, you and your friend. He was like a drug dealer or something like. It was something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. It was Does yeah. The, you got the NFL? You're like oh, we're gonna deal drugs. The last one. Was, the last one was very stereotypical. I was like oh, thanks, Madden. Thank you. <laughs> it, and I was like, uh, was it like uh, not Run DMC, but some other you know famous guy who was like helped. Uh, I forgot who it was. Help produce that movie or whatever for it. So anyway, I think they're doing kind of like the same thing. But Need for Speed looked really cool. The, it's like uh, Fast and the Furious Need for Speed, basically. They, exactly. Like. Yeah, yeah. I forget what's the, what's the official title for that one. Payback. payback oh, payback. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The FIFA one's weird because they like last year they introduced that story mode and they had like a character named like Alex Hunter is his name. Right. But this year they're doing a story mode and it's the same character. It's like an, it's like he's the franchise. He's like Nathan Drake or something. Yeah. This is a sports game. <laughs> but they have this guy who, like, you follow his story, and you have to work with your PR person to get your message out there and get some sponsorship. It's just, it's <laughs> I, it could be cool, I and mean, they must. I don't know. People must like it. It's, it's um, interesting. Like they used to like for a lot of these sports games, I they had like the my player mode or you know the my story where it's it's more of like you taking on your own personality. But it seems like now they're shifting to this. You take on this third party, you know, personality, and you live through their life, which is. I guess it's more. It gives the game developer more, I guess, control oh. of the story, uh, but it feels less. I, I feel less connected to it, and I, I preferred the my story mode, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think what they did uh, with the with the last one with the story where you can have different paths and it reflects your personality. I think that was pretty cool. Right. Well, you'll like the new one then, Adorno. Yeah. Hey, it's it's good that they're switching it up, so it's not like the same my player. I think that's that's also good because it doesn't yeah. get stale too. A little game that I'm excited about, the EA, there's a game called A Way Out, and this came from, I don't know if you guys played that game a few years ago, they called A Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, it was like an Xbox Live arcade game. Was that the no. one with the, the markers? Or? That was the one with the dual, like you control one brother with one analog stick. Oh, and never mind, never mind. It was great, everybody should go get that now, that was one of my favorite games that year, and I can't, It's it has just a really neat, kind of emotional kind of hook in it with mechanics and stuff, it's just really neat. It's probably five bucks. You should check it out. But this is by this other guy. Looks cool. Check it out. I don't understand what it is. What, the but, way out? Yeah, it's like you're breaking out of prison, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, it seems really cool. I just like the mechanic of, and it's like constant and always, you know. See this, both of them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This co-op mode. So you always have to do things together. So that's interesting. So it kind of forces you to be interacting with someone else. Like the bit, every second. Yeah. 
Um, before we move on, the big thing that came out that I, did, I kind of barely saw and then I watched again today that I'm the most excited about for this EA one is this game from it's BioWare's new IP. And it, and it might be the reason why Mass Effect stuck this year because they might have everybody They've good on this. Put, exactly. Because Anthem, which looks like Destiny proper, what I thought Destiny was going to be yes. when they... And I, I I just watched the cinematic trailer. And I was like, this looks kind of cool. I don't know what this is. And then Zach's like, no, they got gameplay today. And I looked at it. and I was like, what? The the gameplay trailer <laughs> is insane. It it looks well, yeah, amazing. It's like, it's like if Iron Man met Destiny met like the Division. It it's looks like a pretty right. cool match. <laughs> That's yeah. what I said today. I was like, you have rocket packs? He's Iron Man. <laughs> yes, he's here. <laughs> I mean, they fly around like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And even like the underwater, you know, like the different biomes so you can go underwater too. It's just yeah. like really crazy how they put it all together. It was, I mean, I imagine it's not going to be anything like that when it comes out, but who knows? We'll see. Hopefully. This is the another one. This is fall 2018. So, yeah. Right, right, right. But it seems like, it seems like what you would have think. It seems like also what you think the next Mass Effect would have been. So mm. I was like, I don't know what happened to these teams. They cut, you know, they cut up teams to make those, and I don't know. All the good animators got on Anthem, apparently. So. <laughs> and I think they kind of abandoned Mass Effect for a while, too, because that one did so poorly. They said, we're not going to do it for a while. So maybe everybody's on this now. So that's great. That that was the big surprise out of that one. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, moving on to the big one, which I was really, this is what I was looking forward to, just because they had the big hardware announcement. It was Microsoft. And they they were supposed to announce Scorpio, you know, Project Scorpio, which is going to be their big honking uh, con- uh, console, the most powerful console ever. Mm-hmm. And it was more fun at this. I was like with my cousins up on the train and we were going on a vacation. I was like making bets as to what this is going to be called, like Xbox 4K, Xbox Elite. <laughs> we didn't know what it was. And then they announced that it's called Xbox One X. Um. Super original. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they have a 1S, and this is the 1X. What do you guys think? Were you underwhelmed, or what do you what do you think about this announcement? Well, huh? I it was kind of like, I guess, what I thought it'd be. I, I, though I was following it a lot up to this announcement about the hardware specs and the build and all that. So as, as far as the technology went, it was on par for what I thought was coming. I mean, it's, it's going to be very powerful. It's going to run 4K for everything, and it's a <coughs> – excuse me. It's also going to be very backwards compatible, which surprised me. Like they announced that you actually mm-hmm. can play Xbox One games, 360 yeah. games, you know, An Xbox original OG, Xbox yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. And it's four ninety nine too, which is yeah, the, it's pricey. Yeah, but I mean, this is like I mean, a, but look what you're getting for all that. You know, it, it, you can't get a computer with those specs for four ninety nine. No, you can't. No, I mean, your Xbox One is not quite your computer though. It would, well. It's getting better. But yeah, I mean, the specs on the hardware is, is really crazy. And the fact that, you know, it's all, um, you know, backwards compatible, 4K, you know, you get everything, you get pretty much everything in this machine. So yeah, but it's, even for 499 it's better than a computer you can get for 499 Right, right. I see. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And that and that's the thing too is like it's just the, the messaging on some of this stuff is a little awkward. I mean, the PS4 Pro kind of really tanked on their messaging and what that was and everything. Yeah. But... And I think they did a little bit better here, but I just was a little... I think it's cool. I kind of want one. I don't know why I want one. I just want one because it's cool. But <laughs> but it is like... It does feel like it's just... Maybe this is what we have to get used to. It's like the iPhoneization of these consoles where it's like, well, you don't have to get the iPhone 8. You can get a 7. And that'll work fine. And it has it'll run all the games. But it'll, if you want to run better, you know, you want some features and cool stuff, then... Just get this, but well, one thing this has done is introduced like uh, I guess another 
um, attribute consumers need to look out for when buying games. See if you buy an Xbox One X, you know, they have these different categories now where it's like, oh, this is Xbox One X, like say 4K or HD or whatever they call it. And then you've got the enhanced, and then you got games that are just enhanced, and then other games that are just like, I don't know, there's like three different buckets, right? And like some of them are like take full advantage of the Xbox One X's capabilities, and then others are just like, yeah, well, it can upsample it and make it look a little better. Whereas right. the other ones are like, it's a full 4K HD blow your face off experience. So you just got to be right. aware when you're buying, which is something that's, you know, traditionally consoles never had, right? It's like you just buy the game and it works. Now there's like these, diff- like a matrix of shit you got to worry about. Right. I heard I heard a lot of complaints about that. Uh, well, I guess specifically with the PS4 Pro, I guess. Yeah. People had to like worry about, you know, or not worry about. And sometimes they didn't care about like trying to get the higher spec. I guess version, well, and it doesn't. It's not always supported. That's the thing. Even right. that boost mode they have doesn't really do much. With what I understand with this is that it's like everything runs better, no matter what. Right, it right, is. Yeah. right. No matter what you put in there, it's going to run better. It'll upsample or something. Yeah, and that's right. where even that's where they're even saying. Oh, I mean, I guess they run an Xbox the One S too, but like they're saying, even to this generation, that's how they can do these 360s and Xbox OG games now. It's just because right. the. The horsepower, because it's an emulation thing, it's running in the engine, in an engine, yeah. you know, that it's just high enough now where they can just do it, right. it you know. But yeah, that System Link uh, talk was just, it's just really cool how you can, they were saying that they had like the original um, the OG Xbox and all other versions of the Xbox, including the Xbox One X, playing the same game at the same time. It was really cool. I was like, that's actually really cool Yeah, have that I- compatibility. And also, they didn't get announced in the in the conference. One story got buried that I heard this that they're they're bringing back avatars. Remember those avatars? Three right, sixty. Oh yeah, but it's like more customizers. Well, yeah, they did like they they're making them. I don't for, I didn't see the picture. I need to look that up. But they're making more customization to like to different types of people, like amputees and stuff like that. You can make it. You can customize it. But also, it's cool thing is just a point of notice because this we tend to talk about Unity sometimes. They made the whole system in Unity. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. The whole Avatar system. So we'll check that out. I mean, apparently Avatars are on Xbox One now. They're just buried somewhere. They I've never are, seen yeah. them. Um, but <laughs> that'll be a new thing. <laughs> they, they kind of come on. Hopefully, they'll really redo the dashboard again. Something better with this One X2 when it comes out. They, uh, I don't know. They, yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he just gave up. <laughs> yeah, just like... Fuck it, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 and in their conference, they showed Middle Earth game. The one coming out, I want to check that out. The Shadow War, yeah. Tacoma. Those are the Gone Home guys. That that game's coming out soon. Um, State of Decay too. There you go. That's the one you. That love. is the one I'm really looking forward to. I played so much of that first one. Um, and for those of you who don't know, it's a zombie survival game where you actually have to build a fort, go out and grab resources, keep up with uh, your community and the people involved in your, I guess, tribe or whatever. Um, but it's a super cool zombie survival game. It's not just about like you know just killing tons of them at once. It's actually more strategic. So really looking forward to that one. Yeah, and then also the the other big announcement is that the big the game that's been like tearing up Steam charts and Twitch charts of the past couple of months has been rolling has been the player unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah, and yeah. they I there was big talk about this because the game is in early access and so it's not actually done yet and it's kinda janky, but people like some of the jank. They said that and there was big talk about who was gonna secure that, you know, PS4 or whoever. Mm-hmm. Xbox came out pretty strong and they they got an exclusive console deal. To have that's coming this fall or this end of the summer, I think, to it. So <coughs> that's a, that's pretty big. That's that, that game sold like how many three million copies? Yeah, it's been doing very well. So for a game that's like an indie game, quote unquote, 
or mid-tier game. That's a pretty big guy for them. They also had Ori, too. That was a big Unity game before. That right. Sea of Thieves is also the other big thing, the cool pirate game. I think that looks cool. It's like a weird Fable-esque yeah. Yeah. co-op pirate Fable thing. Fable pirates, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the big story of that was, and they showed a, Metro, a new Metro game, too, which is interesting. But the big thing was the Xbox One S, and... I think they did a good job. I think would I think it was a little underwhelming, just like you said, Ryan, because they've already released all the stat, like the specs on it. Yeah. So when you saw, it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's as it cool does. as you said it would be. All right, right. Good. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's why, like, when you do the Apple events, they always like show the stats very late or at the conference, and that's why you're like, ooh, ah, so, ooh. But yeah, if you already know all everything, it's not that not as fun. It seems like the cool part of that will be to like fire up some of your older games, like Witcher Three or something. Because right. there's games that are kind of framey on just the Xbox One. Firing those up and go, oh, this looks nice now. I like that, you know. So <coughs> definitely be worth checking. I guess Load has like 16 gigs of RAM and stuff too. So hopefully that'll improve. Right. Wait, say say what? It's got like 16 gigs of RAM, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, like, well, 12 gigs, uh, okay, and four, I think they four, unlocked like up to 9 for actual gameplay. Okay. So, yeah. like, 12 gigs for development, I think 9 for actual release gameplay. Okay. Yeah, but they say it's, like, the most RAM ever allotted to, like, yes. game developers yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well, moving on. So, the next one, that Sunday, I think it was that later that Sunday night or that Monday, it was going to be Bethesda. And last, they, I was looking forward to Bethesda, just because nobody was looking forward just because... Some people they just don't have their off cycle from like Skyrim or Fallout or stuff, and they everybody guessed Wolfenstein will talk about it in a second. But there was a big rumor before they had this conference, and I was there's a game going to be a game called Starfield. Did you hear about this rumor, Ryan? It's oh, the craziest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mostly this because they say they're working. They're probably working on Skyrim game. They're probably working on some kind of fall, yeah. but. They say they're working on a couple new big IDPs, like a big thing. And the the the, the thing was that it was like maybe it's like Anthem or something, but it's like a star, like it's a, it's a space like game, Skyrim in space. Yeah. yeah. But it was the weird thing is, so you're like, that's cool, that'd be neat. But they said part of this rumor was that it canonically ties the Fallout universe and the Skyrim universe together. <laughs> oh wow! Like this is like the far future, and like I guess that Skyrim was the past, and Fallout was like the. I don't know. Gamers like, are fainting left and right. Yeah, like, exactly. So you're saying I can be a space wizard. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does that go to Destiny too? Like, I guess. Wizards, yeah, from, the wizards from the moon. <laughs> but they didn't show that, so I was a little disappointed. But they did show the thing they teased last year. They showed the Fallout 4. They showed a little demo VR, and they showed Doom VR. And they also, we'll skip ahead, because they also, in another conference, I guess at the Sony, they showed Skyrim VR. Mm-hmm. So they basically just went back. Doom looks like it's like a standalone kind of. It's a different game. It's like a weird little demo or like a experience, quote unquote. But Fallout and Skyrim look like it's just the game in VR. Um, I don't know if I want to play that in VR, but yeah, I already played it and enjoyed it. I don't know that VR is going to get me that much further in it. So until you have a heart attack from someone, right? Yeah, <laughs> a death claw chasing you down. Death oh god. Claw. <laughs> Um, and they did the, the, the little things they did before the end. They did like a Evil Within two. I don't know who cares about that. Um, <laughs> they showed the they, they announced officially the Skyrim for the Switch. What could be cool? That's another way for Zach to play Skyrim again. There we go. Um, <laughs> at fifteen frames a second. Um, and then, <laughs> but the big thing they ended out and they did like a creation. I don't know. Uh, there's there's stuff that's not a big deal. But the cool thing was at the end they they showed the Wolfenstein two oh, yeah. trailer. 
which looks crazy. It looks bonkers compared to the first <laughs> Wolfenstein is really fun. I played and beat it and it was fun, but this looks even more bonkers and twisted and, it's and like weird. alternate history, right? It's like, you know, if yeah. the Nazis had taken over America now and like, you know, Oh yeah, they're going to America because that was part of the, the narrative of that one. You were the guy during yeah. World war two and you get knocked on the head and then you wake up like 20 years later or something. And then, the Nazis won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, but you're in Europe. So you're like in London and London is take, it's like a Nazi headquarters. And, but like, there's weird things like the Beatles exist in that world, but they're doing like propaganda Nazi songs and stuff. And like, <laughs> and Jimi Hendrix is a character in the game. They remember yeah. like that. He's like, so it's like this, it's like a weird 60s, 70s, but they, yeah, this one looks like it's full, like man in the high castle and they come to America and they're showing what happens. Yeah, in looks, it looks pretty fun. They're yeah. fun. They're solid. I think they yeah. were. Um, that I was just disappointed. I wanted that Starfield thing to happen, so I was like, "Man, whatever." <laughs> little, yeah. <laughs> <Not> too distracting. <laughs> um, the next one was Ubisoft. This one was interesting too. They the big the big rumors that they took a year off of Assassin's Creed because they'd been releasing like four of those a year, <laughs> and they they didn't do one last year. Um. But now they announced Assassin's Creed Origins, which took place in Egypt, which looks pretty cool, I think. It did I, look cool, yeah. Those games are always fun to play for about five hours and give up on. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just those games are big. Once you know it, you know yeah. it. But If Ezio's back, I'd play it again. But, you know. <laughs> but Egypt yeah, that was like the last, cool last part of the, the series that I played, the Ezio one. And then after oh, that, that, I was like, okay, good, everything yeah. else is just doing more of the same thing. Right. Although I heard Black Flag was a good change. Oh, Black Flag was kind of fun, actually. The ship yeah. battles was really fun. Yeah, the Black Flag was neat. Um, they announced stupidly Just Dance. They always have a dance number. Their press conferences were Just Dance. Oh. They announced a Mario plus Rabbids, like XCOM style. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Strategy game, which I don't know what amount of money they gave Nintendo for that. Because yeah. why would Nintendo do that if they didn't have to? But people don't know what to do with Mario anymore. Oh my god! But they had Miyamoto was there. He was at the conference. And he came out there, and Mario's got a gun. Mario and has a gun. <laughs> there goes my childhood memories. Mario is a gun. He doesn't need a gun. <laughs> he like, is the gun. Yeah. Exactly. He just put his hat on a gun, and then became a Mario gun. <laughs> um. So that looks interesting. I guess. Trying to bring the rabbits back. I think they feel like the minions stole the rabbits. Oh yeah, the minions bit. got them. That's true. Um, they had a weird. They had a weird Elijah Wood VR horror game. Did you watch that trailer? That's a weird. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it looks like the FMV kind of game. I don't know. They showed the uh, fractured butthole <laughs> trailer oh, yeah. for, for <laughs> South Park. Um, and Did the you two- mention uh, Rocket League on Switch. We're not there yet, but then, oh. we're, but then we're then not in. Just in jump in whenever. whenever. We're it's just fun. talking about Mario. Yeah, just, it looks uh, like someone is excited. <laughs> um, after they did the Assassin's Creed thing, they said, okay, here's what we have. And they brought this guy out, and they drew on all this pirate-themed stuff. And they're like, what are they doing? They just already did Black Flag. And they basically, that was the big surprise, like you said, of being from that game. That the ship stuff was so good, mm-hmm. and all that stuff was great. So basically what they've done is just rip that out and develop it more. And they have a f- brand new game called Skull and Bones, which looks like a realistic. Um, what's, what did we just mention the other game? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Basically. Yeah. It's like it's weird. We have two games this year that are pirate themed and multiplayer. Right. Um, Damn, that's awesome. I think it looks cool though, too. It's another different type of thing, you know. Um, but uh, there's not much more to say about that. I don't know. <laughs> but their their big thing is that their, their big thing this year is the um, the. Uh, 
Far Cry, right? Oh, Far Cry Five, and like uh, tracking down the uh, crazy, you know, militia religious cults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they brought it home somehow. They perfectly timed it with what's going on in America to be this year. They, yeah. But they, there's no way they could have planned that though. That's what's so weird about it. They started doing like four or five years ago. So oh, what what did they say? What's the, the topic? Well it takes place in it takes place in America in Montana and it's like this little town, but they're being taken over by this radical cult. religious cult or something. Like these kind of doomsday prepper people or whatever and it's just you have to go kill a bunch of citizens. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, it looks it, crazy, yeah. It was really. I'm really interested. That it looks like a Far Cry, Far Cry game, though. So it doesn't look any different than most Far Cry <laughs> games. But it does look. It will be interesting to how many conceits they have. Why this guy doesn't just ride to the next town to get help? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is he hiring mercenaries and being a one man army? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, well, they killed the cell phones. They killed other things. Like, okay, well, you could. And apparently, there you can get in planes in this. It's like, why don't you fly away? What do you do? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> why don't you just fly away? <laughs> That's too funny. You're going to start flying. You're going to get to the border of the map. Like, we really need you back here. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Players leaving Playfield. Yeah. Oh, God. So that looked pretty neat. So that'll, that'll be interesting how edgy they make that or how, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, that's always the danger. And then they they ended that press conference. It was, I never played Beyond Good and Evil, the first one, but there was this weird CG sci-fi trailer of Beyond Good and Evil 2 with animals and did you see that did anybody play the first yeah, of that I, I, I never played the first one but um you know like you know i knew it had the like sort of weird like you know um you know animal characters and things like that in it. and but this announced trailer got me kind of excited for it i was like man this is a really crazy you know sci-fi universe with a you know just a lot of weird characters in it so it looks like a good movie i want to watch and apparently people that yeah. like the first game were like oh, what is this it's really really different from the first game too so Hmm. I don't know. That was a weird one. They had like a bunch of people crying in the Ubisoft one. So that guy, the guy who did this, came out crying. Like it's been ten years. <laughs> who knows? Making this game? Oh my god! No, it well, no, it's been like fourteen years since the first one or something like that. Oh, and yeah, okay. it's been a long just time. Loved it so much. So they're like, we gotta yeah. have another one. Yeah, so no, it, it Ubisoft pretty badass. Yeah. Because it's like a weird world, and then they go, we are Star Voyagers. They're like, what? Hold on. And they hit the end, they're like doing space leaps and stuff. So, um, All right, so the big other contenders, usually the big ones are always Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. So the last two are Sony, Nintendo. So Sony, um, I guess, I mean, they've already done the PS4 Pro this year. I wasn't expecting anything going into Sony, and I sure wasn't. And theirs kind of was, overall, I thought a little, eh. There's stuff we already knew about and already saw trailers for last year, too. Right. And then the weirdest thing is that (laughs) the one thing I didn't expect is them to make a remake of Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, I was super happy to see that. I was super happy to see the first one. Yeah. But they made, already made an HD remake of it. So are they just remaking it again just from scratch? It, I guess. I mean, it looked didn't look like like a, an HD remake. Like they took old assets and just retextured them with higher resolution textures. It looked like they put some a lot more effort into that. And like I said, I'm I'm happy to see that because I missed the first one. So I got a PS4 now, so I can actually play it this time. Yeah, that <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus is always considered. I played like a little bit on when I borrowed somebody's PS3 or something. I was like, this is awesome, but it's so weird and cinematic. Steel? Oh, okay. 
The what? <laughs> I said by borrowed. Did you mean you stole it? No, or? I didn't steal it. Oh. <laughs> but I had it just for a little bit. And, I, and it, it is really crazy and cinematic and just a, kind of a dream-like world. I mean, kind of like I think of first Dark Souls. It's just people always – that's the reference point. People always talk about games being art and all these other things. So it's interesting how they're just going to carry that into each new generation. They're like, we'll just keep remaking it because it's a <laughs> it's our crown jewel of this yeah. thing. Um, They should have found God of War trailer. A little kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah, they got a war. Yeah. They showed a Detroit trailer, which is the guy that did the heavy rain. That looked kind of weird. And they have Spider-Man, which looks uh, fun. Spider-Man was really, it seemed really cool. It seemed like it was just, it's going to be like 99% like quick time events though. From I the hope trailer. not. I hope it's like Spider-Man 2. Remember Spider-Man 2? That game was the best game in the world. The one that was on just the original. Was it PlayStation? Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Was it two? It might have been two. I think it was two. Yeah, yeah. But it's the best movie tie-in ever. That game was great. That was the one where you could. That was the first one they had just free roaming uh, web web slinging. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, and this one has the same thing. And but another thing that I really like about this gameplay trailer for Spider Man is, uh, like the combat choreography is like legit for real. It's like he makes use of everything. Like. Uh, you know, like just like in the movies when you see him fight, it's like you kind of feel that visceral, you know, web slinger type of action. So that's what the, I feel like they really brought that home in this one. So it looks really good. Yeah, I'm with you though. I hope it's not just all like tap triangle now to right. do this. It's like I hope it's a little yeah, more. Suck, you have a little but... more dis- decision making. Like you can target things or you can just beat the guys up. You know, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to make Actually, it that. That's true. Down. I think I think they do have targeting because I remember <laughs> seeing the game of the trader. Like when you wherever you're looking, it's like a little highlight. Uh, where you can interact with the environment, so you, I think you can oh, interact right on, with like pieces of the environment to actually do combo combos yeah. and stuff. So that should be cool. Yeah, but that game looked really sexy as far as it like just its interaction. Yeah, and yeah, combat. I, yeah, yeah. I think I should. It's the one thing that would make me get a PS4 and play that. It's one. Insomniac too, and they make great like traversal games, like that Sunset Overdrive and stuff. They make really good, fun arcadey type games like that. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the only one that got me excited. I think uh, uh, I will get it. It's Miles that's- Morales too, right? It's not Peter Parker. No, right, it's Peter right. Parker. Okay. Miles then, Morales just showed up. Yeah, he shows the, up. Yeah, yeah that's so right. it could be uh, him too. So like there's he, potential yeah. for him to be in there. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the white spider logo though. I think that's kind of weird looking. But, but oh uh, well, they address that. Apparently, you can get different suits in the game. So for yeah. the cheap price of three ninety nine per skin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it might be that, but I think they were also saying it plays into the it may play into the story. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's different. Don't don't get your panties in a wad. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing they talked about is that Uncharted DLC, but it's like a standalone thing with like the the two of the other characters from Uncharted Four. Do you you played Uncharted Four, Ryan? Do you have any interest in playing? I'll this I'll, I'll check thing? it out. Like the, depending on if it's um like I'm not sure if it is it. I guess it's just a a DLC, right? I mean, but it's like, like a standalone. It's kind of like that Wolfenstein DLC was, where it's like a standalone thing, where you just buy that. Probably like I twenty mean, bucks something. Hell, if it's more like Uncharted Four levels shit, yeah, I'll check it out because that game was phenomenal. So, all right, well, yeah. So Sony had a it's all right year. There, that that was the I thought that was the least interesting show. Yeah, just because all those things, God of War and Spider Man, they had trailers last E three for those right. too. So oh, that's I mean, right. Yeah, they're just kind of, and even God of War's not coming out this year, is it? In like next year, Wait, it's is, it still, not, is it not this year either? I don't know. Look, we gotta check. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Looking up stuff on the podcast. Oh, you're right. It is come out early 2018. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. like March. I mean, that's an, I guess that's normal. That's, but that's not that unusual. Yeah. They're just changing that game. I never played the. Old, I kind of 
sample the old God of War games, but they were just like weird little Devil May Cry type games. Now this is like a, this looks just like just a normal weird little action. It's a totally different game. You're basically Thor because you have your little weapon that comes back to you, which is right. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um and the and the last one that had the, the uh, other weird stuff with, <laughs> was Nintendo and the big news with this is everybody just wanted they have other stuff they had you know uh, they have this Metro Two remake and they talked a little bit about the and they have a Metro Prime Four announced I guess and Pokemon is coming to Switch all these other but the big thing was the um Mario Super Mario Odyssey yeah and that I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Mario game. I'm going to get a Switch this year because I want to play the other game because Rocket League then. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Got announced for Switch. But again, <laughs> it'll probably be at an inferior frame rate, by the way. But yeah. inferior frame <laughs> I rate. Bought, I have Rocket League on all platforms. So that means I have to buy a Switch to buy it. Seriously. <laughs> um, so that's I, cool. Th- that Switch is pretty powerful, so I don't know. We'll see. So we can play Rocket League at work. That's what we'll do. <laughs> but... Besides that, the Odyssey was everybody's looking forward to, and I don't have—I don't know if I have any interest in playing uh, uh, Mario. I just don't like Mario games that much. But I love the trailer. I love this concept of you do these with the hat is the character, and you throw the hat and you do something called you do possessions, but they're called a cap hyphen chur, <laughs> where you <laughs> capture stuff. Sure. And whenever you do that, though, it's not just that they went all full on Nintendo with it. And whenever you do that, you can do like. <laughs> there's there's like weird Tyrannosauruses and like real people in this world and stuff, but when you do it, they get mustaches. <laughs> so if you like take over a mailbox, it has a mustache now, and you're bouncing. So it's around. like a Snapchat filter. <laughs> 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 but the weird thing about this game too is like that New Donk City, which everyone makes fun of that name, New Donk City. Like it's like real people walking around. It's like is Mario? That I thought he was odd, supposed to be yeah. a person. Wasn't he? He's like a real person. Yeah, he's supposed like, to be just a plumber. Yeah, he's real, Andrew. He's yeah, real. he's real. No, but you know what I mean, though. Like, canonically, he came from the world, and he's supposed to be, like, what a human looks like in their world. Yeah, yeah, But then yeah. you go see real humans, like, what? <laughs> it looks weird. Why are there mustaches? Yeah. trippy, yeah. It looks weird because it's, like, an open world thing, too, where there wasn't, like, a lot of objectives. Like, he's just running around, just swinging on light poles and stuff. And I don't know. This is, this is interesting. Yeah, you have a Switch. You're the one person that has a Switch, Zach. Are you interested in getting Mario Odyssey? I, you know, I think I am just because right now the switch, you I mean, have anything else on it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was, um, I paid $300. So. Yeah. I mean, it'll give me something else to play because it was, uh, Zelda and then it was, I think arms just came out, but I'm not too interested in playing arms mainly because it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of skill base in that fighting and I'm just not really good at fighting games. So, uh, and the people I do know who have it are getting their butts whooped by people who are just like ranked up way higher than them. So or I was like, I must try this game then. Yeah, exactly. I'm the master. <laughs> I, I must destroy it. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it it gives me something else to play. It's open world. It looks fun. Um, I, I think I saw one uh, one like video of it where Mario is walking around this like a, a castle turret, and on the castle turret in like 2D is a like a level for Mario, and he's running along the edge of it. It looks really cool. So should yeah. be fun. So that was it for Nintendo, I think. Um, there was um, outside of those press conferences. There's like, I guess they have a PC show. I didn't watch the PC press conference, but I don't know. They did. They did release the idea that Cliff Lazinski's new game, that Lawbreakers game, which is kind of yeah. his vie into this out uh, um, Overwatchy world of PvP <laughs> shooters, is coming out in August or something. Or 
Yeah, actually, I, I forget the exact date, but it is um, it is later this year, and I I think there may be a, a beta or pre-order thing you can do that gets you in, I think, as early as August or something like that, yeah, so. I think it's on uh, PC and PS4, I think, so. Yeah, also, there's a cool story that, that IO Interactive, which made Hitman last year, basically, um, they were owned by Square Enix, and everybody loved Hitman. I don't know how... Square Enix is weird. Square Enix, they had that first Tomb Raider game come out and sold 5 million copies. And they're like, what was the disappointment for us? Like, <laughs> Jesus. And then, and then Hitman came out and they did this cool... Everybody was skeptical of this episodic release thing. But it, everybody felt... It was like at the top of like Giant Bomb and other places. I like Even like Polygon, they have it at the top, if not really high up, in their game of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Because it it was my favorite streams watching people play Hitman last year because it's just fun to watch people do crazy stuff and it, and they released it episodically so like here's a new map and people would just dig into that for a month and it really worked it was the first time I've ever seen that actually really work and where it made you play more of the game you know really dig into what you have at the moment um, but I guess the same thing Square Enix owned them and they're like it was a disappointment for us we need to think about they were trying to sell it off and stuff and they didn't know nobody everybody was disappointed because they they thought this hitman thing hit it out of the park and they wanted them to keep making hitman but the good news is now the io interactive basically they bought themselves out of square enix they didn't sell oh, nice. anybody they bought themselves and the hitman franchise that's, uh, that's cool so now they're gonna just do it on their own so i was like that's cool for people that like those games so and they released the first episode of this the past one for free so you can try it out so i might actually do that because i never went got past buying it but i was like i could try that first map and see if i like it you also have this story in here this atari what's this atari news ryan i don't know much more than that they're making <laughs> a new console it's what they, i mean that that was kind of what blew everyone away is like atari's making a new console really um but yeah uh i don't know anything about it beyond that they had like a very simple or quick you know sort of video about it that just pretty much said the same damn thing hey we're making a new console but I don't know. Has anyone else heard anything about this? Because it's no, I haven't. Nope. I haven't heard anything. But I'm curious. How do you think they are able to compete with like the Xboxes and Playstations of the world now? I think that is a very dubious proposition. I mean, I they could. I mean, you, I mean, somebody could come onto the scene new. But I mean, you got to convince like all these developers, all these companies to get on board with this because they they already have pipelines for PlayStation and Xbox and. I mean, hell, look at Nintendo. They can't even get everyone to like develop on exactly. their stuff. Exactly, pipeline and, and, and a following yeah. that's like dedicated to years and years of you know that platform. Yeah, pe- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're in, they're like you know they they've been on their platform for years. They're on their like you know online platform. They got their like nicknames yeah, it's like, and all that. You know, exactly, so. it's like the Apple ecosystem and Google ecosystem, and trying to interrupt that. So I mean, it's going to be a hot tail order, I guess. Trying to absolutely, that. yeah. What good luck. And, well, it's also who's their market because I mean, if it, they're not going to compete with Xbox for sheer power and PS4 for sheer power and right AAA games, so it's like you could say that like try to do like remember the Ouya thing did a right, few years right. ago where like we're trying to go this indie, but I think Switch has just filled that gap now mm-hmm. because now if you're an indie person, you probably want to get your game in Switch, and that's a bigger well, really though because uh, well that's another conversation, but Nintendo has never been that indie friendly. In my well, 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 you're talking about just the way they relate to the. Well, they with 3ds well, just even releasing games like Xbox has always had like sort of like independent at Xbox or like your Xbox. Well, yeah, you're true. Episodes. That's true, but I just, yeah. I mean, but they have a perfect device to run little 2D indie games though now. 
with that switch. You know, yeah, they got run. the device, but they don't so, really provide the mechanisms for. It. Well, anyway, that's a separate conversation. So yeah, so no, who knows? I mean, there's. The, I feel this is a marketing person's like, but it's Atari. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, name. yeah. <laughs> come on, you grew up on it. It's got to yeah. be good. It's right. like no, there's a reason it's sitting in my closet right now. So. <laughs> Yeah, they have the nostalgia, but it's like you guys said, can they compete with the big ones? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, that concludes all that stuff. So let's go around the table. What was your – talk about what our favorite – I'll go first because I'll just get out of the way while you guys are thinking about it. My favorite, bar none, it wasn't before today until I followed up on it. I think – I don't know what my favorite was before today, but it's got to be that Anthem, Anthem game. I'm yes. so excited well, for that. Well, I'm going to jump on your train too because that's we'll definitely do it. That's mine. fine. Everybody jump on it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think – most of us are for Anthem. Yeah, the, it just looks so nice. Yeah, the minute I saw that gameplay trailer, I was like, "This is insane!" And it it seems like it it packages everything I want in a game, uh, mm-hmm. other than what I'm working on. So I mean, <laughs> there's my game, better, but <laughs> that is also bittersweet for you every time you see a game. Every, like that, exactly. Like, oh, every time dang. I see a game like this that kind of <laughs> incorporates everything that you want, like you know that co-op. Yeah. You know, you got your. <laughs> Even like the 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 theme and the 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 time I guess areas that they're in it's like this kind of futuristic you know and, and like even the AI that they did in that gameplay video with the I forgot some beast was like kicking wolves and shit yeah and just the like, animations for that for that little like it's not well, even as those wolves like, like tear around yeah. the corner they're almost falling off the ledge and they come around it's like that one does amazing. fall off the yeah, yeah it does it's it? crazy yeah and again that might off. be like yeah like you said that might be like um. Because remember, we got a we got a really early demo of the division, which supposedly mm-hmm. they were playing, and it wasn't what the game was. It was good, right? I think it was comparable, but it wasn't quite that animation. Exactly. Everybody freaked out about like shutting the door. Remember, Obina, we watched it. He's like, "Shut the door!" And they made sure to put that feature in the division where you shut yeah. doors, but it wasn't quite the fidelity of animation that we yeah. saw in that original one. Well, but it's sort of like Watch Dogs, right? When that first came, right? Out, exactly. It was like, "Oh, look at how fantastic that looks!" It got so. Fucking downgraded right. later, but if I, but if they just, but to me, I don't care about that as much. I just like to me, I'm just such a sucker for awesome traversal in a game. It's like you can I mean, if I can pack. fly, yeah, even like <laughs> jetpack that can fly in the water and come out of the water. I'm like, because because that's what that's it was. True. Like we're like, this is destiny. What destiny should be, and then he starts fighting. I was like. Zach, this is Iron Man. You're Iron Man in this exactly. game. Like, like when he did the little that ability where he fired like ten thousand rockets. Whatever. He's like, I yeah. got this. Uh, I he was is like, Iron Man. He that's is Iron like, Man. He is Iron Man. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. Eduardo, you should watch that video. You'd yeah, love it. It's really, it's amazing. <laughs> um, but if I were to add another, I guess, really good thing, I think it would be Spider Man too, because I that Spider Man trailer was also amazing. Yeah, that's the one that got me. Oh, sorry, Eduardo, you I could like. talk about that then. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, I'll continue. All right. <laughs> Spider-Man, it was just like, I think we've already kind of hit it already, but it was just an amazing trailer as well. The gameplay, uh, how I feel like gameplay and, and combat is going to be in the game is going to be amazing while telling a story. Uh, so I feel like it, it's going to be really, really good. Um, and that's a game I would definitely see myself buying right out or you know, even pre-ordering. So. Ryan, did you say what your favorite was? Uh, no, I didn't, but, um, it's, uh, it's State of Decay too. Oh, yeah. I'm really oh, looking yeah. forward to that game. Um, like I had a ton of fun playing that, um, cause it was only single player on the original Xbox, well, on the Xbox 360 and then it was re-released on Xbox One. It's a, it's a fantastic survival strategy game as well as, you know, it's got gunplay. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto with zombies, but it's all, it's also got a little more intelligence to it because you have to scavenge for resources. You got to keep up your base. And what they, what they're one-upping on here is what 
what I really wanted in the original is there's four player co-op now. So you can have like, you know, you and three friends like actually get in there and be survivors together and sort of run around and do all this stuff. So, you know, um, and it, you know, it's also got, you know, concepts like permadeath. Like if you fuck this up, you will die. That character is gone. And so I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And like, hopefully we can all play, maybe get on Twitch or something and like just goof around and be idiots. It, it, it looks like a lot of fun to me. So I'm really looking forward to that. Right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for E3 2017. Those are our hot takes on everything announced this year. Um, We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Before we go, we have a little housekeeping to do. Zach, you want to talk about the Debug Lounge? Sure. The uh, Debug Lounge is our, uh, I guess, our little group that we have on Facebook. Uh, it's at uh, facebook.com backslash uh, the Debug Lounge. Forward slash. You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's our little exclusive group. Uh, we have a bunch of devs on there. They all uh, get to get together and uh, talk about some issues they're having or just get together and, and, and able to talk about a bunch of things, uh, all things coding, art. And pretty much anything games. Uh, it's a cool place to go and maybe give a shout out for a game you're making or if you're looking for help, they can help you. Wait. Um, go ahead. No, just a quick clarification. I think you said facebook.com mm-hmm. slash the debug lounge. I don't think that exists, but no, you, no, no, I don't think you can get to it that way, but you the, have to search for it. You have to uh, search for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, search Anyways, for it on Facebook. So, uh, to become a member of that, just, uh, you can go ahead and request that on Facebook. Uh, or uh, you can sign up for our newsletter, but uh, I don't think we're doing. Uh, I mean, we can do that, but the best way to get there is to buy uh, to ask to be part of it in Facebook. So yeah. All right, Patreon, Eduardo. Okay. What about it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is what is Patreon? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Patreon is the way you guys can uh, help us and support the podcast. So if you like what we do and you think it's useful, you can support us by going to uh, patreon.com slash the debug log and make a pledge. Um, And everything is uh, welcome. And actually, we're going to be doing the Google Hangout because we have uh, a member who donated 20 bucks and that's the category where uh we said we were going to do it so it's coming yeah that'll be in july we'll start the, the first month of that so we teased that last time but somebody actually did sign up so we're looking forward to it it'll be fun to do a hang- google hangout every month with people so if you want to uh-huh. join in on that you know get in on that conversation just check out patreon and see if any of those things tiers interest you right we should give a special shout out to that our 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 patron that did it was it uh, that's Patreon, Grant yeah. John Paul that donated the recent what was it well, actually, I don't know if I should say his number <laughs> but anyway he, he's part of our uh, Google Hangout group so much appreciated Grant for that yeah, donation thank you. yes thank you sir yes and like Obina said iTunes reviews are always a great thing too also they help us they make us feel good all these things just make us feel good yeah. during the day they, they help us get us motivated to put an outline together to yeah, record something that we night. can show our kids when we're, yeah. when we're old yeah. and gray say hey um, I didn't waste my life <laughs> I didn't waste my life daughter <laughs> yeah. that's too funny somebody loved me once <laughs> <laughs> anyways until next time you can find me on Twitter I'm at Andrew underscore Curry and I am at O Beans, that's O with an H, Beans with a Z. 
I'm at R.E. Kilgore, K-I-L-L-G-O-R-E. Edward, do you want to go? <laughs> I'll go last. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, was the, I was the last one to join Twitter, so I got to go last. Oh, okay. I'm at EduardoCF1989. And I'm at WookieJumper42. And we will see you later. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Okay, not stopping Zencaster. Okay, no. No. Wait, do it now. What? Wait, can I? But wait, I don't want I now. Know, can you? <laughs> you guys are some assholes. That was good, guys, and I was for a quarter for real.